great place, but it must have been a wrong time. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, now 26 and a half years strong, it is the Rick and Bubba Show. And we're thankful that you are, are with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Elmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. All in the mix. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Here he is. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And uh, we're very excited about our next guest. A uh, lot of conversation about schools and, yep. and COVID-19. Yeah, how and we, what are we going to do? How are we going to do to school or not to school? That is the question. In class, online, combination, what's going to? So uh, we have access, obviously, in our home state uh, to the state superintendent of Alabama, uh, Dr. Eric Mackey, and I certainly know he's not speaking for the entire country, but he can give you some idea of, of how it's being seen through the eyes of a superintendent, uh, and he joins us now. Dr. Mackey, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm doing great this morning. Thanks for having me on, guys. And, uh, you know, some days I don't think I even can have any control over my own household, so definitely not nationwide. <laughs> yes, no, no, no but, but, but still you're dealing with the question that the other states are dealing with, and, uh, and you are in a situation where you have teachers and teachers' unions, and then you have students, and you have COVID-19, and uh, my goodness, uh, that is uh, that's not a job that anyone would uh, would be jealous of. No, educating's tough enough. Yeah. Uh, you throw in a yeah. pandemic, it yeah. really gets interesting. It's a doggone pandemic. So, so Dr. Mackey, uh, for the state of Alabama, uh, what what say you? Well, you know we're we're going back to school. Uh, most of our kids are going to be back in a traditional classroom, though. Now, it's almost fifty percent of our kids are going to be in some kind of uh, remote or online learning and um, you know it's I, I have to respect our local school boards superintendents principals I think they're making the best decisions they can with the information they have but but everybody knows I, I mean I think everybody knows I certainly have said this many times there's nothing that can replace a high quality teacher in a classroom with students teaching I mean that's that's the that's the gold standard that's what we're all after the problem is that we have High, high virus spread in Alabama and across the country in different places. We have, uh, you know, medical issues. We have students that have underlying health problems like asthma or diabetes. And so everybody is not going to be able to get the gold standard. And that's, that's what, that's what keeps me up at night. And, uh, and I know it does a lot of my colleagues. Dr. Mackey, and you mentioned something and a lot of us who are not in education now, uh, don't, completely understand the management structure so you are the superintendent but the local school boards actually decide these issues for each community or each district they represent right yeah so you know every state's a little different in alabama how we're set up is the um, local school boards ultimately have the authority to set their own calendar like i don't have the authority to set the start date for school the uh the legislature in Alabama doesn't set the start date. The state school board doesn't. The governor doesn't. The only entity that has the legal authority to set the first day of school and, and is the local school board. And uh, and they, you know, some of them are delaying school because they feel like they need a little more time to get ready. Um, so there's some issues like that. Obviously, there are some things that, that we push down from the state, like minimum standards. You know, you, you have to teach... Um, you have to teach reading. You have to teach English in every grade. And all that does come from our state school board standards. Uh, there's some things that come from the legislature. We, 
we got we have a few more powers. We have had a few more powers during the pandemic because of the uh, governor's emergency declaration. But most of that now has reverted back to the states. Uh, hey, can I give you one quick example? I won't yeah. take the 15 seconds. Yeah, go ahead. So a lot of people think, you know, in Alabama, I get credit for, quote, closing the schools down back in March. Well, I, I definitely supported the decision and stood up there with the governor and our state health officer, Scott Harris. But most people could not win a game show question. The person on that stage who actually shut the schools down was Scott Harris, the state health director. Right. The governor declared a state of emergency, which gave him the authority as state health director to shut the schools down. Um, and then I just, I mean, I, and I don't disagree with, with what happened under the circumstances, but people don't always understand how the, you know, who has what authority to do what. Yeah, and that's one reason we wanted to have you on today, because we get people calling and comments, and we just thought we'd go to the top and, and clarify a lot of this for everybody. Let me ask you this question, because I think you, you kind of walked into a question that you need to, to clarify, I think, because I can already hear yeah. the phone calls coming in. So you said you supported shutting down the schools in March, even though yeah. it wasn't your authority. What has changed that makes you support now going back into the classroom what has changed yeah the good that is a good question we're getting <clears throat> oh no did we lose him right on that question well, hello maybe he'll pop back in i think he's on the sale it was like somebody just dr mac that, like now, that now everybody's question. gonna say look mac you didn't want to answer that question <laughs> <laughs> but that is it, the it, question you're going to hear know, on the line you're right it was clearly a sale drop off Hey, Dr. Mackey, you back? Hear me now? Yeah, right. you're back. Mackey, you're yeah. back. Oh, right. I don't know what happened. Well, it, it sounded like you yesterday. You know what the head? Not moving. You know what the headlines are going to read today? Mackey dodges question <laughs> on Rick and Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I started answering by saying that is actually a very good question. Question every day. So, uh oh, Dr. Um, Mackey, we're going to have to have a physics lesson here. You're going to have to get in a little better place. Yeah, no, Mac- no. Mackey, Mackey, you're not, your sales not acceptable right now. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> Hold have it up. It's got to be better. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to try one more time. Perfect. Okay, there you switch sales. That's better. I like All right. it. All right, so you said good okay. question. Good question. Here's my answer. It's a very good question. Here's the deal. So in March, we were facing something. We had no idea what it was. And, uh, and, and the president declares a national state of emergency. He says we need to all take a deep breath and get a handle on this. And that's what we did in Alabama. And I think that was, I mean, that was a good decision. We can't stay. I mean, obviously, we're going to be facing COVID-19, we know now, for for months. I mean, this could go on now. People are telling us for, you know, over a year or 18 months we could be dealing with this. Well, we can't stay out of school forever. So, so now I think we have to take the knowledge we have and, uh, you, you know, and try to get back to school. And, um, you know, obviously we have a lot more infections today than we did on March 13th, but we also have to, we've got to find a way to get some normalcy back for kids and we've got to find a way to get kids back in school. So I, I guess it's safe to say it's almost like what happened with the business community. We didn't know what we were up against. We thought it was going to be worse than it actually was. So you shut down, but now you see it is a manageable situation. Absolutely. And I think that's what I, I mean, that, you know, we've been through emergencies before where we had to shut down for a while. Um, I've said, so this emergency, what's different about it? You can see a hurricane coming 
uh, we can see a snow snowstorm coming. I remember when you guys let us through the snowstorm of '93. Mm-hmm. They tuned in for days. Yep, the blizzard. And you were like, you were dispatching people in jeeps to go help people that needed help. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw that coming. We had to shut everything down for a few days, but then you know the sun came out and we moved on. But the difference in this disaster is that it just keeps rolling from day to day to day. That we can't see the end in sight. So. So we can't all stay in our living rooms, you know, sitting around the fireplace. We, we've got to, uh, we got to figure out a way to keep going. Dr. Mackey, a lot of the, you know, we've heard there's teachers who are worried for their health to go back. Uh, we have said, and we believe that at this point, the kids are not as uh, uh, apt to get this or to be as contagious as maybe some of the older people. Uh, do, do you think that's the good science on this? And what do you say to a teacher who is scared to go back? Yeah, so the science is is getting better. You know, we learn things about diseases like polio. We look back and we have decades of studies. We, we've got about six months' worth of data on this. Um, uh, some of it, you know, some of the early stuff was coming out of um, studies that, that didn't appear to be very well done. Uh, there's the new study out of South Korea that everybody's reading now that says that kids under 10 are not as good as, as spreading the disease. And it's simply a matter of their lungs are too small to spray spit too far, So, which is scary, but that's, I mean, yeah. that's basically right. what it says. Um, and so we think that children, don't they don't spread it to each other or to adults, adults as well. Now, that's small children. We're talking about under 10 years old. Um, you know, but but I got to go to the second part of that question, and that's teachers being safe. I mean, that's that's a big concern for me too, because teachers can get it from each other. So you bring everybody back into the school building, and obviously you've got a lot of adults there too, um, and you've got older students. You know, middle school and high school students. That that same study says, hey, they probably have the same ability to spread as other adults. So so we're looking at things like can we keep people far apart. Can we wearing face mask? I hate wearing face mask as much as anyone, but I wear one every time I go out. Uh, not because it's the law or the rule, uh, but because they tell me that's the best way for me to protect my neighbor, and I just feel like I've got to do what I have to do to protect my neighbor. Um, it's, uh, but I do follow the law too, by the way. I know it's law of the land now. <laughs> sure, um, laws you know, are stretch, but yeah. So, we gotta, we, we're going to have to do what we can to protect our teachers, especially the ones, though, that have compromised immune systems or, or um, you know, we've got teachers in the classroom. I'm, I'm thankful we've got teachers in their 70s, and that's great, but obviously they're more concerned than younger teachers are. So we're having to make decisions about how we can, how we can balance it, basically. You, get, you know, you have to balance, and we're, we're choosing between bad decisions and worse decisions not we don't obviously we don't have any really good oh this is the bad choice and this is right. the good choice it's bad and worse yeah no doubt about that all right hang on just a minute we're talking with uh, one of the uh, superintendents this is out of the state of alabama about how do we start school back and get them in the classroom uh, while still trying to live with and operate with covid19 we'll be back rick and bubba rick and bubba
22 minutes past the hour talking about schools uh, going back into the classroom. Some have already started. You see children with masks and teachers with masks. And we're talking to the Alabama State Superintendent, uh, Eric Mackey, in our state. Uh, he does not have the authority over the calendar and what the um, local organizations do based on the city school, a county school, fill in the blank. Uh, but uh, but anyway, we're, we're, he, we're getting his opinion uh, on, and you said, uh, Dr. Mackey, the gold standard is and will remain being uh, teachers with children in the classroom, and that is preferred uh, during, during this COVID-19 era and will be attempted. But, Bubba, we're getting uh, some, some questions from teachers we wanted you to address. Yeah, Dr. Mackey, we, and I thought you had an excellent point on, you know, the, the options now are bad or worse. I right. mean, it's, it's far from perfect, but – we had a we had a teacher call the other day, and she was talking about the virtual or online learning that she wasn't trained in that. Uh, she didn't know the best way to get the best result in that. What what would you answer to that, or how can you how can we do that better? Yeah, well, if she's here, we need to uh, we need to get her to talk to her principal. We need to make sure we're doing something because we have purchased some online training to help with that. Uh, it's not easy. It's not an easy conversion to teaching online, uh, but but we have done that. Now, you know, some people have gone through it, obviously, taking a course. You're taking an online course that teaches you how to teach online, and, and nothing beats practice. But we do have some things in place. Uh, there are, uh, I mean, there are a lot of companies that have popped up out there. I get pretty much one or two ads a day from companies that, that are in, that's what they're doing is teaching people to teach online. But, but there are a lot of resources for that, and I would say teachers that, that are scared of that need to don't, – don't be scared in silence. We need them to, to talk to their principal, somebody at their central office. If they're not getting some help, then we will get them some help. Uh, you know, we'll get somebody at their system uh, some help from the State Department of Education, and I'm sure other states are doing the same thing. Uh, Dr. Mackey, several school systems are starting out with the first six, eight, nine weeks – online and then they're going to kind of reevaluate and i think they hope they'll get to go back in the classroom at that point um is there a a circuit breaker out there is that dr harris's job i guess would fall under him if if this thing turns really bad when we get to the the fall and winter is is it possible that we could see school shut down again if it got really bad hopefully not but it if if it did would that be an option yeah well i hope not but yes it's definitely an option and and i'll Let's compare it to the flu. Everybody wants to compare this to the flu. It is not the flu. But with the flu, we have a general unwritten rule that when you hit uh, 20% of student absences because of the flu or flu-like symptoms, they don't have to be diagnosed, but flu-like symptoms, when 20% of your students are out, you shut down. And some people do it at 18%, and some try to push it to like 22 or 23, but generally 20%. And the reason we've landed on 20% through the years is because that's the number of people missing where you really can't go forward. I mean, you, you've got so many people missing that it's just impossible to keep going, uh, you know, in anything normal. So COVID's going to be different because we quarantine or isolate people. So with the flu, you, you don't say, hey, we've got a kid in our kindergarten class with the flu. Uh, six other kids or eight other kids or, God forbid, the whole class have to go home. For a number of days but with covid we do have that so there, there will be a number in there where you just cannot keep operating um but unfortunately it's probably going to be below 20 percent because for every kid that 
gets it, what we're seeing now is probably six to ten others are going to have to be, um, you know, put into quarantine. And so when you think about those kind of numbers, it's pretty baffling, mind-boggling. But but there will be a number, and actually I'm meeting Dr. Harris later today, and we're trying to work on some specific metrics. But, but, you know, it's probably just going to – you're going to get to the point where you can't keep going because so many people have been – forced on the quarantine what about the term we've only got two minutes here what about the term we keep hearing essential workers do you do you believe that the that the classroom teacher is essential yeah there's no question teachers are essential workers and we need teachers in school but even essential workers there are i mean if they have health problems and other things sure. they, there are things you do for them but there's no question teachers are essential Dr. Mackey, uh, we're, we're starting football season, and, and this may spin over into uh, the athletic uh, departments, but um, it seems strange to some people that you have kids who are going to be virtually learning, but yet we're having football games on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. And practicing. I, uh, I, I don't have a good answer for that. I will say this. Obviously, with students, you know, as we said before, not as much – uh, transmission between students. Uh, what we're really worried about with football, volleyball, and other sports is the crowds. So I think you're going to see social distancing in the crowds. We're going to have much smaller crowds. I mean, it may get to the point in some of these rural stadiums where there's room for you know each player to have two or four people, and that may be it because it's, we space people out, um, you know, in the stadiums. But but I'm much more worried about the crowds than I am actually the players. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, uh, some of them are out there doing it now. And I mean, I, I talked to a coach Sunday. He said, We got 205 football players going through summer workouts and we're starting practice, which would have been yesterday. And, yeah. uh, and he said, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it, it is uh, business as usual. Is the I mean, protocols for that, is that uh, by the High School Athletic Association? Yeah, the High School Athletic Association set the protocols for the players and coaches. They do not for the stand. And I've been working. I got you. Talking to mayors and other folks about yeah. the stuff. Um, well, thank you very much uh, for giving us kind of a look inside. It looks like uh, it is going to be, um, it's not unmanageable, but boy, it's, it, as you said, the, deci- the, the, the decisions are difficult. Yeah. But that's why we have people in leadership positions. You make difficult decisions. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, thank you for being with us. I want to thank uh, Superintendent Alabama, Dr. Mackey, for being with us as well. And I know they've got a lot going on. I appreciate him taking time to be with us today. Uh, brand new Rick and Bubba sponsor. We're locking arms with them, and I'm excited. Have you made your move to allform.com slash Bubba? Uh, excited. We got a little new new piece of furniture from them, delivered it right down to the farm, set it up. It got it just like I like it. It will be the, the chair that everybody wants now. Uh, it's man, the, the, the quality of these items you're going to love. So go to allform.com slash Bubba. They do make it very simple. Uh, it's furniture delivered right to your door in just a few days, high quality handmade in America, armchairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats. If you're in the market for any of these items, they're premium products, and here's what you're going to love, at affordable prices. 
Uh, we love the all-form furniture. They can be easily customized in all shapes, sizes, colors, fabrics, uh, what kind of legs you want to put on it. Uh, you got a lot of options there. Uh, and they all come with – Bubba, how do you like a forever warranty? Uh, you know what? I love a forever <laughs> warranty, Rick, because it lasts forever. Yeah, uh, I, I got mine in leather, but there's other options. You can do leather. You can do other durable fabrics. Speedy can help you pick out a nice fabric. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're spill – color. Yeah, spill, stain, scratch-resistant as well as pet-friendly. Would you like to go and get furniture that you'd expect to find at a higher-end store, but because you're buying direct from an American factory – you're going to get it shipped at a much lower price. Uh, they even offer a 100-day trial. Delivery is free, and they have finance options too. Bubba, I don't know how we can make this any easier, uh, meaning in 100 days, if you don't like the furniture, okay, you, you don't pay for it and they take it back. Just to air an opportunity, Rick. That's it. That's all that's between us. And you know what we're going to do right now? Get you 20 more percent off. Come on. Done. Go to allform.com slash Bubba. Use that URL. Save 20% off anything that you buy. That's all form, A-L-L, allform.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. I love their stuff. Okay, so a lot of calls today, and we're not trying to dodge it. We're just trying to – it's just so difficult to do what we do for a living now because it's such a shoot-ready aim out there when it comes to <laughs> journalism and, and things that are real and not real. And I can post something on my Facebook, and I got something up here, and here yeah, we, we go. We actually try to be factual. Best well, we can. We do. I mean, every, We're a little calm every now and then we'll grab something and run, have to walk it back because we got excited about it and we didn't realize that it was it, that somebody was trying to be sharp. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we're trying not to do it on this. Now, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube now say they have scrubbed their platforms of this viral video that a lot of you are calling about today. Now, they say that Brett Bart put it up first. Now, Rick, let me clarify. They're saying they're scrubbing – their platforms of anything they feel like is too far out there and unproven, not just this video, Correct. but right. this falls into that group. Because it was up, and right. now it, and a lot of right. you saw it, apparently, because you're calling about it, and now it's down. And what the video video featured, that they're questioning whether it's it's validity, okay? Uh, now, of course, Trump had already shared it. But it, but anyway, it, and it may, I, you know, I don't know. They're, they're saying that it's not valid, and I guess we can find out if we'll do a little journalism investigation. But it was it featured a bunch of doctors or people alleging that they were doctors, uh, and they were saying that uh, they were uh, taking action uh, with what they were uh, something about um, COVID that they wanted to tell the truth about what's going on. And one of the main things that they were claiming is that the demonization of hydroxychloroquine was unfounded, and this actually is a very effective drug, and it's very helpful to people. And they think it was showing promise as a prophylactic. <clears throat> which might explain why Africa is not having the problem that everybody thought they were going to have. No one has been able to explain yet why it has not hit Africa hard because they don't have, um, Rick, the health care level as a whole that a lot of the world has. And living conditions there can be challenging. And on paper, it should have ravaged Africa, and it has not yet. So it's a fair question to ask why – and you remember the the first thing we had was well it's hot the heat kills it heat don't kill it Mm-mm. we we got July heat here and it's it's ramping up so must be something else right. I mean that's fair that's a fair assessment mm-hmm. it is so but, um, but just to be clear because all of you keep calling wanting us to talk about it the reason why this is all you're going to hear from us right now is there are claims made against the video now by Facebook Twitter and YouTube. 
that they think that these may not be real doctors and their claims are dubious. Well, it was it was published by America's Frontline Doctors. That that was that's who was doing the press conference and the group is led by Dr. Simon Gold, who is a Los Angeles-based emergency medicine specialist who was previously featured on Fox News about her views that stay-at-home orders are harmful. She went on to say in the to the Associated Press in May that she wanted to speak out against stay-at-home orders because she felt like there was no scientific basis that the average American could be concerned about COVID-19. That is Simone there, and that's one of the videos that was circulating yesterday okay. that people were watching. Yeah. All right, so The video may be us. on Venmo right now. Somebody who sent I've me got, a link. It I, looks I, just, like I gave it to Adler. I just okay. don't know if Venmo. y'all want to play it. because they sending money? Um, <laughs> I'm just, it's on there. I, I don't Vimeo. know. Vimeo. Oh, Vimeo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Vimeo. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. Speedy's, yeah. close. Speedy's comment was way funnier yeah. than y'all gave it. Yeah, yeah didn't I didn't understand the yeah. app. Well, yeah, because I've, I've tried to use the app Venmo, and I can't get it to work. <laughs> of course you can't. Yeah, right? so I'm out. I'm out. I, you know what I do? I, I, I go deposit money like I used to. But anyway, the. Um, and how do you say this one? Vimeo. 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 Yeah. You just added oh, a little in It's in close. It's, it's very well, close. while we're Come trying on. to figure out how to say things, is it Breitbart or Breitbart? I, uh, I always hear Breitbart, okay. but I don't know. So, so they put out a couple ways. of tweets yesterday don't ask how to pronounce of two of the doctors, Simone being one of them, and she was talking about uh, what Speedy was just discussing. And then the other one was a Texas doctor talking about the hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah. But but, but here's the thing that makes me now not know where to go with this story is suddenly CNN is acting like that they're in pursuit and they want to stop mis- misinformation. Yeah, now, wait, come on, man. <laughs> come on, well, man. let's do this. We're let's, taking let's... action in line with our COVID misinfo policy. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's from CNN. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Uh, Rick, well, let's just say what they said. Let's cover that and then say that it's, you know, the, the platforms are saying that this is not reliable. All right, so what she said, I saw her video, okay. the one that Adler has, and I thought it was spot on. And 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 there and she's saying what? She's just talking about how what the intention of shutting everything down to, in the beginning was to protect the hospitals and capacity and those types of things. Flatten the curve. And we've completely gone away from that and there's no reason for us to get away from that uh, if you follow right. the science. Yeah, here's what she says. Yeah, she says uh, and she had been featured as you said on Fox News. She said her views that stay home orders are harmful. She told the Associated Press in May she wanted to speak out against stay-home orders because there was, and this is her quote, no scientific basis that the African, I mean, the average American should be concerned. She said her, her one of her quotes was, the lockdown is the mass casualty incident, not the virus. Yeah, she says the lockdown is worse than actually yeah, going out right. and doing the herd mentality right. about uh, about. Well, it, it's cost it's cost the country a lot of money. And, and then the and other jobs. then and the other doctor saying hydroxychloroquine has been unfairly demonized and it's actually a very effective drug and we shouldn't be demonizing it or politicizing hydroxychloroquine. And I think Greg said one of them went as far as to say that they won't they won't Fauci the they won't Fauci to do a blood test and prove he's not taking it. Right. Well, yeah, Rick, I good. told you, you know, as this broke out, we started asking a lot of questions of a lot of people. Here we and, go. Uh, I, I was told that many of the doctors were already taking it as a, as a, uh, you know, because we didn't know. That's the only drug. Mm-hmm. The very first one, somebody said, hey, this may help. Yeah. So they were seeing patients. Uh, 
they needed the extra protection. I don't I don't blame them for trying. No, of course and, not, and, especially and, a drug that's been around for 50 years. And if you remember, the, the World Health Organization said they were going to do a test on it, and they stopped the test because they said it was dangerous. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we were making fun of it. We said, dangerous? What are you talking about? This thing is handed out like M&Ms to people going overseas. I've taken it. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she, where she's getting a lot of uh, heat is, and I love how CNN writes this article, the speaker identified well, you know herself why? as a doctor. Well, they're at, CNN um, said they're going to stop me. Right, right. Well, she basically said you don't need masks. So they're going to shut it off today? Yeah. She said oh, the well, virus, you're not allowed to speak out against masks. I, I, she said the, the virus has a cure. It's <laughs> called hydrochloroquine, zinc, and Zithromax. And she says you don't Zithromax. need a Zithromax. You don't need a mask. There is a cure. And and so that's an antiviral drug used for malaria, and it's been around for fifty years. <laughs> so, so yeah, so so you—it's never old to me. But, but, no, you, no, but you're funny. So what, what we have here is we have doctors who allege that they have information that is being kept from the American people. Now CNN and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube say we 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 think this is bad information. And we're, we're, we're and part of our scrub of misinformation. We're scrubbing this one too mm-hmm. and taking it down. I don't know whether that really is misinformation or because let me tell you what I can say with very little reservation. There, maybe there's a hint, but very little. Hydroxychloroquine was politicized. Yes, absolutely. Because Trump said that, it, that he liked it and thought it was good. So the and people, took it. And took it. And so there's no doubt. I'm not saying it's the end all. But it, it it likely can be helpful, and we probably should be using it more based on what a lot of people are saying just with common sense. But it 100%, well, I'll say 98%, I believe, was politicized, and there's people speaking out against it solely because Trump liked it. And, and Trump Rick, tried to act like this is the problem. In Trump the middle- tried, to have, tried to have good news, and that made yeah. them hate it. In the middle of a pandemic, we have a highly political environment. We also have people who are taking advantage of the system for profit. And it's made for a very confusing situation for those of us who are trying to get to the truth. Matter of fact, coming soon, Rick and Bubba's teacher online training. (laughs) We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top. So here's a couple of the excerpts from the now banned uh, video. These are two doctors, so they're not pretending to be doctors. Um, And it looks like they say what they say, but now Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube and CNN have decided that they think that these are dubious claims. Uh, But uh, we'll we'll let you hear what they're they're saying anyway. A couple of doctors here. We'll start... um, uh, I'm looking for their name, Simone Gold, who's a Los Angeles-based emergency medicine specialist. And then after that, we'll go to the doctor out of Texas, who also is in this video, but I can't think of his name, nor do I see it right here. Uh, but anyway, so we'll start uh, with the doctor, Sim- uh, Simone Gold. Here, here, here's, here's what she uh, is saying, and this is the video that's been taken down. So go, here it is. We have to remember that the whole purpose of locking down was not to overwhelm our health care system. Okay, we cannot forget that. We cannot just keep changing the definition and keep moving the goal, the goalpost. 
We are not overwhelming the healthcare system. There were many months that myself as an ER physician and cardiologist and neurologist, we, we were at half. I, I mean, my, my workflow is 50%. It was fabulous. I go to work and I'd see not even half the numbers of patients I normally did. This has never happened in my career as an ER doctor. I mean, if there's one thing that you have as an ER doctor is that you're busy all the time. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't drink so you don't have to go to the bathroom, right? So here I was, you know, I've seen maybe, not even half, maybe we're at 40%. Um, American College of Cardiology, they put out a paper that about 40% of strokes and heart attack-like or chest pain situations were, were just absent. The same thing for strokes. Uh, one of my colleagues, uh, as part of the American Frontline Doctors, is the chair of neurosurgery uh, over at USC, and he said he, see, he sees, he was seeing less than half the numbers of people he would otherwise help who have a special kind of thing, an aneurysm in the brain that would cause, cause bleeding and cause a stroke, and he was seeing less than half. Where are all those patients? Where are they? Are they labeled COVID deaths? You know, may, right? I mean, those are casualties of COVID, but they're not, they're not the virus. They're not the virus. So the death effects of the lockdown are extreme. I wrote a letter to the president many, several months ago. That's how this whole thing started. Causing the lockdown, a mass casualty incident. I did not call the virus a mass casualty incident. It's the lockdown. And one of the first things I said in one of the very first interviews I gave was that more people were being harmed by the lockdown and dying from the lockdown than the virus. And until people listened to us, the frontline doctors, they thought that was crazy talk. It's not even close to crazy. The numbers of people that have been harmed or killed due to the effects of the lockdown and the subsequent financial, it's not a dirty word to say financial. If people don't have money, they end up less healthy. That's why people come to America, not to really get money, but to have better lives, including physical, healthier lives. The suicide calls gone up, child abuse, et cetera. In all ways, the lockdown is a problem. The strokes that went missing, the, anyway, the list is endless. All right, so that, that's her. And then here's the other doctor, this guy from Texas. Yeah, and we don't have a name on I've that. I apologize. Find- it just says Texas doctor is mm-hmm. what it says. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of what he said. Let me give oh, – he's good. Yeah, right. this is him. Okay. <clears throat> and then I got on a Facebook Live video that <laughs> in about two hours reached 100,000 people. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get some repercussions. Sure enough, I did. The board came calling, and they said, you said that hydroxychloroquine works, um, and you're basically a public menace. Um, And, and, you know, we want to know who you treated. Uh, You said at the time, it was really early on, I said I treated three patients. Um, And I had to provide all the records, all the information. I was very intimidated, as you might imagine. Uh, because, you know, I have to practice. Uh, I have to feed my family. I, I love what I'm doing, but, you know, I, I'm not independently wealthy. I, I, I'm, I was a little bit afraid. Uh, I really was. Uh, that lasted about a day. Uh, at that point, you know, again, as Simone, as Dr. Gold said, we've got to do the right thing for the patients. And at the time, I wrote a bunch of letters saying, I'm not going to let my patients get on vents and ECMO. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to allow it to happen. I'm going to treat them. I don't care. Uh, well, suffice it to say, um, you know, I got reprimanded. I'm still in, in, in a process of, of negotiation with that whole thing. Uh, but as Dr. Uh, Armstrong said, I'm really not afraid. I know I'm doing the right thing. I've treated a number of patients. I won't tell you how many because then I'll probably have to provide records for all that. So for the purposes of this statement, I'm going to say I treated three. <laughs> okay. 
So the board is, the fear of reprisal is the reason why we're in this place right now. Docs don't want to do this. There's a fear of reprisal. I was very worried about it, and I can tell you all the people who believe in this medication, who believe in early treatment, feel the same way. They're really scared to go forward and treat patients because they don't want to lose their medical license, and, and that's a big deal. So the intimidation is amazing. Hmm. So, isn't it? Yeah, he referenced in that video, the last one, he referenced that Texas, I mean, uh, Dr. Armstrong from Texas. Yeah. And that is the main Dr. Robin Armstrong that has been keeps coming up right. in these discussions. Mm-hmm. So I guess he, they're either buddies or work at the same clinic or same town or something. But that's, we didn't know his name, but the Dr. Robin Armstrong is the one. So, so we've scrubbed the video that basically says when you lock people down and destroy the economy <laughs> and people won't go get their health care looked after when they have other existing problems, you lead to also deaths of people not getting treatment and you lead to problems financially for people when you shut down the economy. And in some cases, that is actually worse than having trying to live with COVID-19. And then the other doctor says hydroxychloroquine actually does show promising effects for patients and works and we've scrubbed those videos because well, we see, say Rick, they're this, dubious this goes back to social media they play such a big role in everybody's life but they're not classified as a common carrier right see they can go in and decide and play gatekeeper like where the phone system cannot decide if you make a phone call or not they're just the carrier they're they're neutral and oblivious to what you talk about on your phone call if you, if you plan on robbing a bank, you do that on the phone, it's not AT&T's fault, okay? But, see, they want to play it both ways. They want to be able to go in and edit and force society to look at something a certain way, but by the same token, they don't want to be held responsible when they're sued. They go, oh, no, we're just, we want to be a common carrier. Mm-hmm. They want to be but common carrier and gatekeeper ways. at the same time. Yeah, problem. you can't right. be a gatekeeper and a common carrier. you gotta, you got to play one or the other, yep. and both has an advantage and a disadvantage. But right now, they're able to do both. Yeah, I don't know what else is on the videos, but the two things that I just heard I expected I was going to hear outlandish know, things like hey, if like COVID nineteen doesn't really exist, or <laughs> you know, I thought I didn't know they were simply going to say the lockdown may be more harmful than living with the actual See, virus. That, that's and, part of the discussion. And hydroxychloroquine is effective. Th- that's that, part that, of the debate. That, not, this scare this should scare everybody. It, it should. should. And I think CNN's really mad because apparently she might have made fun of Sanjay Gupta, or whatever right, the, their the medical report. Yeah, apparently she is had he a real doctor. Real tough on all of us out here when everybody's playing politics with something like this. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
just ain't like anybody. Here we are, seven minutes past the hour of the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. You have Team Rick and Bubba ready to go uh, as we're trying our, our best to walk through a world right now and give you some sort of clarity when everything right now is about as clear as mud. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's an honor and privilege to be here. <laughs> uh, COVID. Darn you, COVID. That's why they call it a pandemic, Rick. We only schedule one every 100 years. All right, so they're out to get doctors that will not get in line, apparently. Uh, they all, they want all the doctors on the same narrative, and those who get off the narrative are deemed crazy, out of their minds, and scrubbed from all social media. Uh, for saying outlandish things like hydroxychloroquine actually works uh, and can be helpful to people and that the, if you shut everything down and people won't come in and get their health care for their other problems, those problems then become deaths as well. And and there's financial uh, destruction, blah, 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 blah. Very controversial statements like that. Uh, but uh, everybody keeps saying, mm-hmm. guys, you got to go to the, the the female doctor from Africa that was on the steps of the Supreme Court. Is that where she was? Uh, and she was she was talking about this very same thing. She was making points that you guys have got to play. And so we have that video, and we're going to play it for you. This is a, a doctor from, from Africa, right? And I, is she going to talk about some of the reasons why Africa is, is not having problems? I don't know. Everybody just says we're supposed to hear what she has to say. Everybody's Everybody telling us said, you got to see this video, yeah. so we're going to watch it They with said you. you're playing the wrong video. Play this video. Okay. They didn't call right. the others wrong. So it, we're, this is under the heading, <laughs> a video that we must play. Okay. Yes. All right, here we go. I've taken care of over 350 patients. We've not lost one. Not a diabetic, not a somebody with high blood pressure, not somebody with asthma, not an old person. We've not lost one patient. And on top of that, I've put myself, my staff, and many doctors that I know on hydroxychloroquine for prevention because by the very mechanism of action, it works early and as a prophylaxis. We see patients, 10 to 15 COVID patients every day. We give them breathing treatments. We only wear surgical masks. None of us has gotten sick. It works. So right now, I, I came here to Washington DC to say, America, nobody needs to die. I'm upset. Why I'm upset is that I see people that cannot breathe. I see parents walk in. I see diabetics sit in my office knowing that this is a death sentence and they can't breathe. And I hug them and I tell them, it's going to be okay. You're going to leave. And we treat them and they leave. None has died. So if some fake science, some person sponsored by all these fake pharma companies comes out and say, oh, we've done studies and they found out that it doesn't work, I can tell you categorically it's fake science. I want to know who is sponsoring that study. I want to know who is behind it. Because there is no way I can treat 350 patients and counting and nobody is dead and they all did better. Nobody needs to get sick. This virus has a cure. It is called hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and zitromax. I know people want to talk about masks. Hello? You don't need masks. There is a cure. I know they don't want to open schools. No, you don't need people to be locked down. There is prevention and there is a cure. If they come after me, they threaten me. They've threatened to. I mean, I've gotten all kinds of threats. Oh, they're going to report me to the boards. They're going to. I say, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to let Americans die. And if this is the mount, if this is the hill where I get nailed on, I will get nailed on it. I don't care. 
You can report me to the bot, you can kill me, you can do whatever, but I'm not gonna let Americans die. And today I'm here to say that America, there is a cure for COVID. All this foolishness is not, does not need to happen. There is a cure for COVID. There is a cure for COVID. It's called hydroxychloroquine, it's called zinc, it's called Zitromax. Wow. No wonder y'all want to display it. Rick, I also got a call from someone didn't want to go on air then the pharmaceutical yeah, business, and they have been told they cannot fill a prescription if it doesn't pertain to lupus. It can't wow. just be COVID-19. It has to have the lupus or the, or the arthritic one that they take So apparently for. all these – if it's not tied to that, they, they can't fill it. All right. Apparently – we don't really care about side effects for people with lupus. I guess. Yeah, I guess not. If it has such terrible side effects, right, right. I mean, oh, they've I, been taking it for years. And we don't care about people going on mission trips like me that took it the whole time I was gone for malaria. Yeah, they pass it out like M and M's on that. I mean, okay. but like we always say, follow the money. Did you just hear? You it? ain't gonna make money off of it. Did, did, well, that, that's the now, thing. See, now, it's, let me tell you, she, she's gonna be scrubbed from all social media. Yeah, it, oh yeah. But Rick, see, this, social media has no business scrubbing her. That's part of the debate. Yeah, exactly. That, that's that's an opinion. Let people decide. Let let the pharma guys have their opinion. Let let's hear from her. Let's hear from all these people, and then we make our own decision. It's not Zuckerberg's decision over who I should hear and who I shouldn't yeah. hear. That's he's stepping way over his limits, and that's why we shouldn't let social media be the dominant force in our life. It's wrong. You're. People wanted to go to social media because it was people talking to people, right. and it didn't have the filter of big media companies. Well, guess what? Now you got the filter of big social media companies. It's yep. the same thing, and I, <clears throat> quite frankly, they may be more unreliable than the other guys. Well, because for some reason, a conservative point of view cannot produce a social media platform. I don't know why. Yeah, but but but, 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 but <laughs> yeah, what is the deal with that? Are conservatives just not able to do that? Uh, well, I tell you, some of it, some of it is Rick, and I've is looked into this. Is there a flaw in conservatism? We can't I've, do social media platforms. Rick, I've looked into this. The, the, when you do this kind of thing, you have to have massive storage capacity. Okay, mm-hmm. not not what oh, Joe yeah. Blow has. Yeah. I mean, you got to have somebody dedicated to this. And guess what? Guess who most all these companies store their data with Google mm-hmm. and Amazon. Right. So if they won't sell you space, right. you're right. That's then you point. have no platform. That's a good point. You can't build enough servers. Can't get it. across the river. Alligator won't let you. That's right. All right well, right. what was they're gatekeeping what, again? What I found to be humorous because you know when you're speaking that is not your your native language. Yeah. You could tell she was trying to remember the English phrase. If this is the hill, I have to die. Yeah. Right. And she couldn't come up with it. this is the hill I have to be nailed to. Well, yeah. she, <laughs> she was around she, it, Rick. She took. The cross I have to be nailed to, and the heel I must die on and put them together. Right, she did. She, did. <laughs> she sure did. Uh, but you got to love her passion. Anonymous know. call. Well, she, she said there's a cure. She and, is, and, and that's what it is. How about this anonymous? Anonymous had so was so afraid they hung up. It was somebody in the farmer world. Uh-oh. Guys, I look. I, big I, listen, I've been around. I've been around. Farmer. I've been around long enough, and I love capitalism. I love the free market. Okay, and yes, there's people that abuse it, but certainly we can all just in our own reasoning mind. Think here comes the most publicized. This will be a historic virus that we never faced in our country, and the last thing that somebody wanted to hear that was ready to come out with the treatment for it and and make gillions of dollars was we already have a treatment for it and it's cheap and All it's right. cheap and the, it's been the here way for the way they're years. getting this <laughs> and the way they're justifying it. I'm I'm reading what the independent fact checkers who are behind uh, editing this story out. They're saying that she says there is a cure 
for COVID nineteen, and that's not true. That's what uh, that's the that's phrase the they hung her on. Okay, and okay. I want to I want to point this out. This is important. The videos she should have that, said a treatment. The videos that we played uh, yesterday was a separate. You know, Speedy made the comment during the during the commercial break that they, a bunch of people had press conferences yesterday, right. and he is right. And so the 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 videos that we played were also a press conference at a different location. But that Simone Gold that we <clears throat> played last, I guess it was last, last hour, hour yeah. is one of the doctors there standing behind. standing behind her. Okay, her. The, the video they're we all just the played. They're all a part of this organization, yeah. the whatever y'all, A-something, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Well, it sounds right. like we've got some people in the medical field saying hyd- hydroxychloroquine yeah. mixed with zinc and this other thing, it works, and we, and we need to quit acting like it doesn't work. Yeah. People need to be treated with this in mass. It's a good treatment. Because it is something that helps kill viral infection in your body. Yeah, it's not okay. It's not a cure, but it is a treatment. And the breathing treatments help get rid of inflammation in your lungs, which is your body's response to the COVID invasion. The response is actually what's killing people, not the virus. Yeah. Your phone calls are next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Big pimpin', baby. Big pimpin', spinach. Yo ho, this is George Dr. Funkenstein Clinton, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba, the sexiest two fat men in the world, y'all. They be giving up the funk. All right, we're back. 21 minutes past the hour to Louisiana, where Chris is standing by. By the way, it's called uh, American Doctors. Say it again, Adler. American Doctors. America's Frontline Doctors. Doctors, And they are an organization of doctors uh, that uh, they are a real group. And that's who these comments are made from. And the video that we played has been removed from all these sources. So someone had taken a copy of it. Speedy has that. That's how we were able to play it. So mm-hmm. there's no way to put it in show notes and link it to. Right. I'll try to figure that out. And the reason why they took just it down. probably pull it down. They took it down because she used the term cure. Yeah. Not because her saying hydroxychloroquine and these other two things are working. She's not allowed to say the word cure. Correct. Uh, so let's go to Chris. Uh, Chris, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thanks for listening. Good morning. I'm a fairly new listener, only of about three or four weeks, but I, I already love your show. Thank you very much. Uh, Glad to be on in Louisiana. I know it had to be shocking, but thank you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, things happen. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been about just real quick kind of summary. About three weeks ago on a Monday started feeling like a sinus infection. Uh, my wife, same way. She went to the doctor on the Tuesday, me being the stubborn man, and did not go till Friday. Sure. Uh, we both were told, yes, looks like a sinus infection. Let's test you for COVID. Uh, she started, uh, she has breathing issues, so she started Zithromax, Z-Pack, prednisone, and a... Uh, 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 a nebulizer of I cannot remember the exact name of it. I'm driving. It's it's uh, in the family of Simbacord and Butadine, something of that nature. Uh, the Friday, I was given just the prednisone and the and the Zithromax. Uh, continuously felt like I had a sinus infection, but I would have the way I call it in my simple mind waves. I would start feeling a little bit worse. I would feel a mild fever come on, 
And it literally wouldn't matter where I was. All I really wanted to do was just lay down and sleep. And after about 30 minutes, that wave would go away, which was a low-grade fever causing that. And it would be every three or four hours. But uh, that that Friday morning, I started the medicine. Uh, by Sunday was the last fever. That same Sunday was the last fever I had. I still had the waves that I still felt the same way, but I actually had no fever. And as of that following Tuesday, I have been symptom-free other than my test kept coming back positive because they believe it can just stay in your blood for, for several weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, it, 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 so you have not tested negative yet? I tested negative. I got my results okay. this morning. I came back negative this morning. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations. So you're saying these treatments helped you, helped you and your wife? Tremendously. My wife, like I say, my wife has COPD yeah. and uh, done amazing. And some of the things my doctor told me, I can't tell you who he is because you would know who he is. But uh, he said when this first started, CDC instructed them, do not give people with COVID uh, any uh, uh, steroid treatments. Stick them straight to the ventilator. Yeah. Because that way you can contain the virus. So I, I've, I've never been a conspiracy theorist. Can't say I'm a super one now, but there's a lot of things going on in this country that sure makes a person with half a brain think. Yeah, I, I have to <laughs> yeah, agree. I agree. So I he agree. got he was given a bunch of stuff that we already have, nebulizers, steroids, and he and his wife got better and and tested negative and looked like in about uh, a week of having it. You know, and, and of course we can we say that uh, we've seen, have a, had a negative test on what was reported as a positive as well. With yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the president at Jacksonville State University. Of course, I, ha- I mean, have I seen the news story yet about him being negative? No, I, I haven't seen that. Probably won't they find did a that. news story about him testing positive, and a few week, few days later, he tested negative. That's what I was told. Right. So. But I don't see the story about his new negative test. Where's it at? I don't either. By the way, those American doctors are now in show notes. You can watch the video on Vimeo. Okay. Uh, let's go to ours. Bubba calls it Venmo. Uh, Connie. You send money if you like the video. <laughs> yes. Hey, Connie, go ahead. Hey, listen, I wanted to weigh in on that uh, hydroxychloroquine about it not being prescribed at all unless you have lupus or – that's not so. This is what This is what we started doing as a pharmacy – when it came down that hydroxychloroquine, Plaquenil, was going to be used for to help treat symptoms of COVID, what started happening was doctors started calling in large amounts for family, 90 day, 90 day tablets, you know, and there's yeah. only 100 to, per bottle. So each pharmacy may have nine or 10 bottles of hydroxychloroquine in, in stock. Well, those were being gone within yeah. two, three hours. Poor doctors, they were giving it to their family members, okay? They would call in a prescription for each family member. So Walgreens took this stand. If it, now, people who have lupus, they get their full supply like they're supposed to. Now, say you were prescribed hydroxychloroquine, say, a year ago for some, something else, and you didn't haven't had it in a year, and now you still have a prescription, standing prescription, and you want to get that full 90 days. Well, you're not going to get it. You're going to get two weeks. That's it, 14 days. So it's not true that they're not giving any of that out. It's just they're shortening it. You're only allowed to have 14 days unless you have 
a have lupus or have some kind of autoimmune disease. And uh, that's so that's what that is. Connie, can you clarify for me? I understand what you're saying and why. Does the pharmacies have that authority to do that if doctors are writing a prescription? I mean, obviously they look for oddities or something that, that's out of the normal or something going on as a check, but do do they normally have that authority to do that? Yes, they do. Um, they have that authority on that and many other drugs, controlled substances, things like that. To um, So what the pharmacist does when we get a prescription like that, okay, we take it and we get a prescription – and we get them. They're still, they're still writing it, trying to write it for 90 days. What they do is they have to give us a diagnosis code, okay? Mm-hmm. And the insurance, not just the pharmacy, the insurance companies as well will not pay for that person to have 90 days unless they have an autoimmune disease. So we have to call the doctor. and They have to give us a diagnosis code. If they don't have a diagnosis code, which is an ICD-9 or 10 code for an autoimmune disease, they're not going to, we can't put that in. There's nothing to put in the insurance company. They'll kick it back before we can do anything at all. Yeah, but insurance is for payment, not for yeah. Yeah. the prescription itself. Right? Yeah, yeah. It really, this is not really what we were talking about. I understand what you're talking We're really talking about whether this drug works and com- combined with these other two things to help people with COVID-19. If it does... Why, why are we being acting like that it doesn't? We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio. Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy. That's another story. It's 35 minutes now past the hour from the broadcast class and teleport. You got Rick and Bubba. People are celebrating. People are loving HelloFresh.com. You know, if you're thinking right now, I'd like to, I don't know what to believe about what, but I'm going to try to be wise and minimize my uh, time I spend in grocery stores or places like that. Well, what if you had uh, all the meals for the week delivered right to your door in individual bags with the ingredients in these delicious recipes that you picked, uh, and then you just simply prepare them, and you got them on the table in about 20 minutes? Here we go. Uh, a lot of people digging this. I got more people trying this than ever, people that, of course, that we know, and they keep sending me pictures of their box and their little individual meals. We'll get you $80 off that first uh, group that you order. We'll get you free shipping, too. Uh, if you use the promo code Bubba at HelloFresh.com, that's $80 off and free shipping by using the code Bubba when you go to HelloFresh.com. That's your first order. Now, they have uh, all kinds of delicious choices, 22 chef-curated recipes each week to choose from. Uh, you like locale, they're trying to do a little better. They got that. You know, family-friendly options, uh, show enough good, surf and turf, craft burgers, taste tours. These are some gourmet choices. So, and they send them to you, and all you do is take the individual bags, say there's Monday, there's Tuesday, there's Wednesday, and so on, and prepare them. Uh, they do all the work, and all you do is enjoy it. Uh, there's a link as well at rickandbubba.com. And also, you're still preparing meals, so you still enjoy that, and you still got time with the family around the table. All right, so um, I, I know that we, we have some – that now it's just getting crazy in COVID world. I, I, just when I think COVID world is going to get easier to understand, it just gets more confusing. Rick, it's, it's like an outhouse rat out there. And, and now trying to go back to school. So here, here's a <laughs> – and, 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 and we all 
but now, now I'm finding out that the term African American we're not supposed to be using it anymore. Mm. We're back to black now. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm getting that. Now. Oh, cause BLM. Yeah, I, I guess. And and uh, and I'm, I'm getting. I'm actually talking to uh, some some friends of mine and saying, can y'all help me with this at all? And uh, I basically with a. You know, a relatively new friend of mine. I've now fi- finally said, "Can I just call you Jeremiah?" <laughs> yeah, that, and he said, yeah, "That would be fine." Yeah, Sean, can I just call you Sean Tim? Can, can I just call? You, how about names? Does that work? <laughs> so anyway, but they, they, I'm getting word from from friends of mine who are black saying we're we've left African American. We're back to black. Okay. Said oh, said, wow. you, said you'll only hear African American on newscast. That, right. that that out in mm. out in the regular world because not all black people are from Africa. That's true. So there you go. And there's white people from Africa. That's true, too. So it's, they say, let's get down to it. We know who we're talking about on skin color. All righty. That's the official word I'm getting. If anybody disagrees with that, it's wow. come. these are coming from. Well, Adler's uh, our uh, local yeah. hipster here. Uh, I'm the woke police here. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm the woke, woke police. police. Woke, woke police. And I've heard Joe Biden say it before, and I don't. it never sounds good, but he says blacks. Like that's yeah that's yeah. say black people don't yeah. say black yeah I was about to say, say white right. white thought, people I, not white I, I, I right. thought, can, can I, thought, I just I say the I same thing I don't I don't care how you phrase yeah. the semi tone of my skin right can yeah. I tell you which yeah. would be classified as white or whites yeah but I'd like to get a little more sun and be mm-hmm. I, I don't I, would I wouldn't too. be brown but mm-hmm. what would I be guys, beige guys, beige I'd like to be I'd like to be like taupe yeah. 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 Like guys I'd like to be referred to as I'd like to be referred to as the man <laughs> since we're naming stuff. <laughs> so but you're right I heard the same thing well, I'm like, nah, we don't need the S we don't need yeah, the S that, that sounds a little 60s y'all it's just so, uh, but, it's all everything's just always changing I, and, I mean can't we I light can't, on something I can't keep up with it and not be but, sensitive to whatever I mean, here's an idea why don't we all treat all of us all why don't us. we all treat each other as if we're all equal maybe that's a better way to go yeah there you go and quit trying to be so divisive and cling to the how, how about let's talk about the things we have in common uh, more than the things we don't. Uh, all right, let's, so let's go to this. Uh, JSU student, Jacksonville State University. I'm a JSU student, and I received an email saying that all students would be required to, to be tested to go back to school, I guess. The email said we need to fill out a form, and they would send us a, a, a home test kit to do ourselves and send it back. I bet that'll be accurate. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, I bet that's money there. The, the email claimed this would be less invasive than the nasal swab. Then I was told by a friend who has a mom that works for the university saying that email has actually been sent to students from UAB without JSU's permission and that we should not complete the the, the information. This sounds fishy to me. Mm. Rick, so, it's just try another that it's just another try stone in the amazing path of COVID nineteen. Um and you know too, you mentioned um, uh, Don Killingsworth, the president at Jacksonville State, mm-hmm. who's a good friend of all of ours. He had shared that he had a COVID-19 positive diagnosis last Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, but he his symptoms never worsened beyond a headache. Done. Never had a fever, any of that. He was he was checked again when he had mentioned this, and uh, and now it's showing negative uh, just a few days later. Yeah. And then he sent everybody, every student a test to do at home. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're hey, finding he, out if that email, I, if that's accurate or I, not. Well, uh, he, the kid's saying he got it, yeah, but he's saying, it, coming from. he's saying his mom, that they're saying, now don't, don't pay attention to that. You okay. don't know where that came uh, from. I, I did see. I doubt that, they're doing at home tests 
I'm sure that'd be super accurate. Yeah. To have a bunch of college students do, do a test at yeah, home and that send it in. Go away. Right. Okay. What you going? You going to do in? You going to see that, that swab being stuck all kinds. Wait, of oh, I thought, right. it, Rick, I thought it was a urine test. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They, they would do that and send it in just to test. It. <laughs> right. You don't have COVID, but somehow we're getting a positive on hemorrhoids. <laughs> but, but the good news in any unrelated story is that, is that that President Killingsworth is is fine, and they said that. Apparently, he got the test on the very tail. They didn't say that the test was fi- was false. Yeah, but even though they it is. said it, it apparently was at the end of his uh, sickness. See, this they well, always they always have an answer. Well, he must not <laughs> have a lot of <laughs> symptoms. They always have an answer. No, no, no. The reason why you tested positive and a few days later right. negative is because we got you on the test right in the last few days mm-hmm. of you actually having it. So you, so here's what we find out then. Well, if that's the case, so Dr. Killingsworth was so traumatized by having COVID-19, he never knew he had it. Yeah. So right toward the few, like few end days of it. And they caught it right at the end. Shut him down for one day. Rick, you know what I call that? Grease. I put a little grease on it to make it work, exactly. make my story fit the, the mold I wanted it to he fit. He said really all he had was a mild headache, no fever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's followed all the protocol, and he is now clear to go back to right, work right. after being shut down last Thursday. Yeah, now is he Thursday. Gonna, is he, wait a minute. Is he going to go back before he takes his in-home test he's getting from JSU? <laughs> now, we did see. We didn't, there you go. You know, did, I'm glad Don's back. He's feeling good. Now, I don't know if I'm going to hug him when I see him. No, you know, I may uh, give that another day or two. You ever get labeled COVID? I may have my Gamecock mask yeah, on before I do it. I'll wave at him. <laughs> from uh, across the room. Don, glad you're better. Good. You're looking good, buddy. Right. You, are you saying five? Are you saying five? Five? Okay. All right. And, uh, oh. Right, well, you got something speedy? Yeah, just an update on the JSU student. It says here, as part, as part of the CARES Act, the governor of the state of Alabama allotted $30 million to test every student returning back to all universities in the state. UAB is coordinating the testing. So yeah. that might be where the confusion well, is. Tell me I'm we're not, sure. not doing send it to people's That's not going to be accurate. And say, college students, y'all test yourself and send it in? Yeah, uh, no, a group not. that's probably going to be playing on, beer pong before I mean, they do this. Come on, man. Huh? You know they're going to get their samples <laughs> swapped up. <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, well, we, and we, no we, telling we, what they're going to swap. They'll <laughs> oh, swab the dog, send it in. <laughs> David and Hoover. <laughs> yeah, you know they will? David, go wow, ahead. Wow, what is this? <laughs> My gosh, you've got that's rabies. Quick, worm him. <laughs> We're sending you some worm pills after receiving your test. <laughs> David and Hoover, go ahead. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? I'm good. Yeah. I, uh, We're not right. But what Speedy, what Speedy just read is what I was going to say, that UAB is providing all the tests. Now, I don't know if they're in-home. Also, my daughter is going to be at South Alabama. She's going to be playing soccer down there. Come on, Jaguars. They are Well, they are being tested when they arrive on campus, which is – I believe we move around next Monday, so I don't know if it'll be the deep nasal swab or the, the light nasal swab or whatever, but they are being tested, and those are being provided by our good old friends here at UAB. So you guys have a great day. So do they have to do them at home? Well, that I don't know. That's I, the part I'm landing on. I'm sure well, UAB's her, involved. Of course, you know, that's a right. bastion of liberal, liberalism <laughs> in our country, but anyway... Well, well, her being an athlete, they're doing it on campus. Well, yeah, they do them a lot. I got you. Okay, so that, I see what you're saying. It says here that the in-home testing is only if you're outside the Birmingham or Tuscaloosa area before returning to school, guys, depending on where guys, you, you Can land. you imagine the results they're going to get? Th- that has got to be – He needs a flea dip. So, Somebody bring the pet turtle in here. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, open up. <laughs> Try to outdo each other. Yeah, yeah, Greg, 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 you are negative to COVID-19, but uh, clearly you've been smoking a lot of guys. <laughs> <laughs> Lori and Corner. Lori, go ahead. Uh, 
Hey, guys, I just wanted to tell you, my son is a student at UAB, and he did get an email this week that informed them they would be mailed an in-home COVID test, and it would come with instructions on how to do that test and that they would be required to do it within 72 hours of being on campus for the first time. So he did get an email, an official email from UAB stating that he would have to do that. Do, do they? Do, I mean, you, we're sending in-home tests to college students and tell them to send. I it mean, in. does there, does anybody see that there might together. be a problem? My gosh, hey, they don't even know where their I, socks are. I, yeah. Vic, a friend of mine was at the mailbox waiting on here. He's got tired of waiting. How's that? Got out there, got tired of waiting. They got waiting on the mails. They forget it. Didn't even put it in the mailbox. Got one back in the mail. He's positive. Coming back, stories about churches who are saying COVID-19, we will push through it. And uh, we'll talk about some of that as well. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the top of the hour. Because <laughs> it's an awful story. It's a terrible story. All right, so that I went. All right, we're back nine minutes to the top of the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show, 26 years strong. You can't write this comedy. So we were telling you that uh, Attorney General Bill Barr, buddy, the, the, the Democrats are really going to fillet him today. And he said, I'm coming out swinging. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready to fight, and I I'm going to I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all the real deal. We're gonna talk about truth today, and uh, so he was ready to go. He was ready to walk through everything in detail. Bring the that topics he'd been on. Accused of. Bring the topics on. In in a very strange thing, he he put out a statement about his opening remarks, what he was gonna say, and challenge every member of that committee to to take a stand against violence. Violence against federal agents, violence against police officers, and federal property. And he laid all that out. We're ready to see a great congressional hearing today. Guess what? Ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. The chairman of the committee, Jerry Nadler, was involved in a, get your quotations out, car accident, <laughs> says he is unharmed. Now, if you're not if you're if you're not injured, then get your butt to the hearing. Send yeah. him a cab. Going in. Let's send him a cab to Rick, get him. Somebody give a, him a ride. Rick, he has a driver. Yeah. Hey, he good. don't even drive. This, the, you know what it ought to hey, say? Hey man, I can't get there, guys. He, hearing's delayed an hour, but yeah. it'll start yeah. today. You know, we say Nadler. Well, how long do? How, when can you get here? Forty five minutes. You want us to push it forty five minutes? If you're not going to the hospital and you have a driver and you're involved in an accident, which I think is total garbage, hmm. you can get to the hearing. I tell you what happened. Bill Bill Barr got out there ahead of it and said, "Everybody better come with their big boy pants on today." Mm-hmm. And Nadler's like, "No, oh, I had a car accident. <laughs> Can't seem to get there." <laughs> He's a strange looking Look man Nadler. anyway. He better hope he don't get COVID. He's named uh, right, Nadler. <laughs> Greg, Look at him, oh, man. Greg. Well, he is. That's Nadler. <laughs> What's his name? That's his name. I didn't. I didn't name him. That's what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Greg. You don't have to spell it. He's out. just a strange. Hey, no need for that picture. Take it back. <laughs> He's a strange bird. Greg, I can see his face just like anybody. <laughs> I thought he had the mumps. Do you remember when everybody? Yeah, I can't get there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when everybody was kneeling 
<laughs> he, he couldn't get down. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least yeah. he like, – I understand. He's like always have to have somebody get, get, help get up. The Hodge twins point, at least <laughs> had enough sense to know he couldn't get up. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like well, he really was already down there. Right? Yeah. So Nadler says, hey, sorry, can't, hey, I'm having car trouble. What, what is he, an intern? Right. I'm having car trouble. I can't get there. Sorry, I'm late. Car trouble. I noticed he never had any car trouble when he was grilling uh, any of these other no, people. No, he was the first one. You know there. what Nadler is. But you know the problem is Barr is not like everybody else. No. He actually has an equal role in government to mm-hmm. a lot of these guys. So You know what you know what Bill Barr said? Oh, we'll have our hearing today. Everybody bring you game yeah. <laughs> bring game today because mm-hmm. Mr. Barr is ready. I've got every an answer to every question you may have. Yeah, and, now, and plus, I want to hear y'all say that you're against violence. When they showed the empty seat, Nadler's had a car wreck; he can't get there. But he's not—he's uninjured. No. It's nothing serious. He just can't get to the hearing now. You know what that means? Let's regroup. We now know what. Yeah, now it gives us another twenty-four hours to get our stuff. Now we together. know what Barr's going to do. Yeah. So let's regroup. Gives another day for liberal media to yeah, bash he, bar. Uh, and, <clears throat> it's like when you break the huddle and you see if the defense is in, you call timeout real yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, now I got it. That's Ten men on the line. Wait a yeah. minute. Uh, Wait a minute. I got it. Hey, that's got exactly it. right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's quick. Okay. Y'all have a wreck. Take a sip. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, yeah, that was a uh, – you know, <laughs> you know, know Hey, hey, you know, I tell you what, bar, that's you know, right. You've heard of Burgess on Burgess Crime. That was Burgess on Burgess Support. Dang right, man. You know, Nadler – That's my little brother right there. I don't know. I don't know how serious Nadler's car wreck was, but he was about to get rear-ended when he got there. Oh, <laughs> you know, hey, easy now. Had him, had him slacks pulled up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Keep it down. Yeah. Yeah. Every there. time he gets his wallet, he just reaches. Yeah. Out <laughs> I, I tell you how Nadler might have got injured. He probably cut his chin on his belt buckle. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he's just singing now. <laughs> We're all in now, Speedy. You got one. You got one. <laughs> Well, he was already wearing his big boy pants. All right, Ken, yeah. Ken and Dothan, News Talk 103. I don't want to keep it going. <laughs> News Talk 103.9. Ken, go ahead. I, look, please look at those pants. I heard it. Bubba. I heard it. <laughs> They're got, eating him. His uh, seatbelt panel got caught on his suspenders and pulled his pants the rest way up over his head. It's going to happen. Everybody's in. Gary, Gary calling. Hey, the, the side politics, that's ridiculous. He's yeah. out there. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Sitting down. It looks like his pants are eating him. Like a giant <laughs> fish is like eating a little from, fish. From below. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's like somebody really help does. me grab him. His pants are eating him. Somebody give him a hand. <laughs> it's like a giant constrictor. Them slacks have got him. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a quick sand, but never quick slacks. <laughs> <laughs> We're still going. We need to do the break. We're still on. <laughs> I think we can get two more in. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that though. Where, where do you consider his waist? <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody has a waist under their arms. No, when you no. when you tie a tie, it should be longer than a foot in front. Exactly. <laughs> How about your tie needs to work harder than that to get all the way down to your cross? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's flapping. Yeah. Going. Oh, man. Yeah, I had a wreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's a, a cat, cat now. <laughs> what are you I'm doing? Does anybody, does anybody believe us? It's a, this this is now shoveling. About anybody like I believe the video went out in Epstein's room. You know, just so how. Uh, well, oh, yeah. you know what? We ought to have video of this wreck today because there's a camera on every lamppost in Washington. Yeah, look, somebody mm-hmm. needs, you know, of course, you know, I mean, he, he might be looking at all the bar's headlines to tell the driver, run into this over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, he no, said, no. I think you just had a wreck. Turn around. <laughs> I think you just had a wreck. Turn this <laughs> thing around. <laughs> yeah. He's on the phone. Do what? <laughs> what hey, buddy, what, hey, hit that right there if you don't mind. Yeah. What, what did Barr say? He's going to ask us all to swear our allegiance to protect federal property. Let's turn around. <laughs> 
The, you know, that's oh, that's the, uh, the the point that keeps being made about this 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 weird Portland situation. How about this? You don't have any trouble with anybody from the federal government if you don't set fire or damage federal property. Nadler had already yeah. said, Rick, and the quote they were showing this morning was, uh, "Antifa and the violence in Portland is a uh, is a fabrication." Is a fabrication. Yes. So these are pretend videos. Well, somebody's going did a the long same, way to fabricate. Did the same people made these or videos? Or it doesn't exist. Doesn't are exist. The, the people that are making the videos of the violence in Portland? Are these the same people that faked the lunar landing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the stuff that they've confiscated from the protesters? Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that lined up? Yeah. Is that made up to it? Well, remember, out of the great Alinsky playbook, what you do, even when you're burning the city to the ground. and You blame the police. You blame the police. They're the ones that are escalating. That's what right. Yeah. And yeah. Even though you're throwing batteries at them and, and uh, you know, all kinds of flaming uh, – you know, uh, acid items and, and everything. Acid. Yeah. Laser. Yeah. Several of them were hit with lasers. So, so some of them they think may be blind. Yeah, had some eye damage. They had their eye damage uh, from lasers. But what you say is, well, we wouldn't be shooting lasers into their eyes and throwing batteries at them. They, they're the ones that escalated. We're we're trying to do a peaceful protest. Now they're, and, uh, they're and very, they, and they keep escalating the violence. They'll quickly let you know that it's been sixty days in a row they've had protests and riots. Okay, so. The federal agents showed up there about day 50. So I don't right. think they're really the blame for this. Yeah, they right. are putting some of them down. you dang right. Well, you know what they're saying is, as long as you stay within the Constitution, nobody will bother you. When you leave that and start damaging federal property, that's when federal security forces will stop you from doing it. Does that make sense? Sounds pretty clear to it's me. It's like you can stand outside here and hold up a sign, but if you try to come in the studio, then the people that protect the studio will now stop you. Uh, top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Keeper Sutherland, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past Rick and Bubba from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler are all here. The entire team is on the field. Rick and Bubba University shut down. Due to COVID concerns, minimizing the interaction among multiple layers of people. And welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussin. Glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. And it's been a busy, busy day today. So we got a couple of things we want to hit on. Uh, first of all, uh, it uh, was being sent around a good bit, and it finally was archived yesterday. Uh, a message from John MacArthur uh, with—is uh, it Grace Church in that name of his church? Grace Community Church or something yeah, like that? It is uh, in California, and uh, he—they uh, went from not meeting uh, to meeting, and now this past Sunday, come one, come all. Uh, to meet, and he gave a message on why they are doing this. Um, it it was, you know, MacArthur is is a he he really couldn't care less what anyone thinks about what he has to say, yeah. and and any point he makes, he will not make the point and support it with two scriptures. He will make his point and he'll support it with so many scriptures. You're like, okay, John, we got it. <laughs> uh, it's clear the Bible talks about this. We got and and but which I think is great. I did laugh because, you know, he can be so cutting. He was talking about that some churches have announced they will not meet together again till 2021, 
And then wow. he said, and based on the list of churches I see here, I think that'll actually be a blessing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so good. That, that, John, don't that, pull no punches. That's now. a classic <laughs> MacArthur line. Uh, but anyway, the point that he was making, he said, on on 9-11, when we had the attack on America on 9-11, he said people were afraid. And and they had the they found hope by many of them going into the church. He said, "You remember the crowds we have." He said, "And what we've decided to do," he said, and "I understand the initial response because we didn't really know what we were dealing with." He said, "But what we've decided to do now is we have a a, a nation that is falling apart. We have pestilence, we have lawlessness, we have violence, we have all these things that we see in Scripture." As signs of the last days, the end times, nobody knows the, uh, the the day. And he said, and our response now is, you can't come in the church; it's closed. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I, he said, then he goes through all the persecution and all the things that all of the early church went through, and we're afraid to open the doors over something that has a death rate in California of point zero two percent. And so, and, and he was making that point. He said, we want to look after our neighbors. We want to look after people that, you know, considered uh, they're at high risk. And if anyone is uncomfortable with coming, you certainly shouldn't. But we are done with being closed. Now, some of you will say, well, what's John MacArthur going to say when all of a sudden the cases start going up? Well, now I take you to Warrior Creek Missionary Baptist Church in Alabama, Marshall County. Uh, they had been delaying an outreach revival-type service, the church's revival, an event consisting of multiple services and meetings, uh, which they say is evangelical, and they're trying to give people the hope in Christ. They said, we will no longer put this off. They had it, and uh, they said the um, they had people test positive two days later. He said, uh, you know, I do have church members that are sick, he said, but despite, despite this outbreak, we do not regret hosting the revival because the people who attended knew, knew as well, but I'm not going to apologize. I'm paraphrasing for people's eternity being forever changed. We knew what we were getting into. Good point. And, and we weighed COVID versus eternal damnation, and we went with we are going to preach the gospel. <laughs> and, and, and so and if, so if some people get COVID, then they get it. The death rate, again, is very low. Uh, you may get it, but your odds of dying from it are minuscule. And when you look at the things that, that should meet the criteria for closing the doors and not preaching and advancing the kingdom of God, we have come to the conclusion after months of research, we do not believe COVID-19 reaches the required standard of closing churches. And, and our Constitution gives us the right to make that decision for ourselves, unless, of course, you're in Nevada or California. <laughs> right. but let me tell you, they got, they got problems in California with, with Johnny MacArthur. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to come get him. Yep. Because he's not, he's, he's, he is open and rolling <laughs> and had made a one-hour message on supporting why he is. Uh-huh. And he said he believes now this has reached the standard that we've talked about. And he says this at the end of his message. When it comes to obeying human beings— as Peter and John said to the authorities in the book of Acts, we must obey God uh, over man. And he said, we are, we are now at that place as far as I'm concerned with our church in California. We will not obey man who tells us to shut down church. We will obey God. 
So that's where that is. That little that mm-hmm. so the so yeah. there's your couple of updates on how that's going with uh, churches. Uh, then we get over into the the racial uh, or the, the strife that we have, and the the all the protest and and the Black Lives Matter and and um, you know the organization versus the sentiment and the mantra and, and all that's got its 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 own day. But talking about sports, you know, watching the different sports, saying here's what we're going to do and not do. The NFL uh, said that they um, they are ready to allow social justice messages in the end zone. Players can wear decals of police brutality victims. I guess it doesn't matter whether that's been proven or not, uh, as long as it's uh, it's a case that's un- that's still being investigated or one that has been proven. Uh, they can do that, but we also have, uh, with the kneeling for the national anthem, Steelers defensive lineman Stefan uh, Tuit uh, says, uh, he told us uh, yesterday, he will not kneel during the national anthem, and anybody that doesn't like it, they can deal with him. Uh, and he says, I'm not kneeling. He said, uh, and uh, he said, uh, he, 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 was, he used some stronger language. He did. He cleaned I, it up a little yeah, bit. I wasn't going to. I, I never know. I know you can use that word for actually screwing something into the board, right. but it can also be used with yeah. in an in a off-color way. Mm-hmm. But he says, basically, if you don't like it, you can lump it. And, and, right. something, and, mm-hmm. and he said, anybody has a problem. They said, my grandmother was an immigrant from the uh, Caribbean. She worked her rear end off, and he didn't say rear end, to bring 20 people over the right way. She had no money. She ed- educated herself to become a nurse, and she's living good now. Uh, so the flag for he and his family represents opportunity and freedom to a better life, and he will not be kneeling during the national anthem, and he is willing to take on anybody who doesn't like it. <clears throat> and he's a he's a big man. He's, he's a, big, a man. big man. He's a big man. Yeah, you you might disagree with him, but uh, he he probably can hold his own. In a one on one, I yeah. would think. Yeah, when you hear the term Steelers defensive lineman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he's <laughs> six six three something. Yeah. No, I bet he gets I, I bet he gets to stand however he wants to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I doubt anybody's <laughs> gonna really force that. But with this this cancel culture, I mean well, that's, there, well, that, good, that's, good luck canceling uh, Big Stefan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't he doesn't really care what you think. But did you hear and I know this is an outrageous <laughs> comment I'm about to make. Stefan actually sees the flag and sees it in a different way and he's expressing himself as well. Right. Yeah, and, and I know that's just, a biz- I know that's a bizarre concept. Right, yeah, yeah, and he has a right, just like the ones who want to protest. Have Absolutely, a right. I don't. I think all of them be able to do what they want. And to then do. people have the right to say, "I agree with the kneelers," or "I agree with the standards." Yeah. The standard does not. The guy who stands is not less a human being than one who kneels, or vice versa. Exactly. But but you still must face people's Constant, opinion yeah, exactly. of, mm-hmm. of what you decide to do. Yeah. But you certainly have the right to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> but so does Stefan, and he's made it very clear. If you think this is going to be across the league, if it, if I'm the only one, I'll be I will not be kneeling during the national anthem. Doesn't mean he doesn't Good care about uh, all the issues, but he said I'm not doing that. That's not the way I'll protest. So there's your updates uh, on some of the your Americas. We'll be back. Your phone calls are coming in at eight six six. We be big. We'll dive into those and look for anything else we need to talk about. Uh, all right, so now the bar hearing, they say, will start at 1045 Eastern time, I guess. Well, he heard our commentary. Yeah. Decided he better get in he there. Did. We got him there. <laughs> Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour, a full-blown phone troll coming up at 866. We be big. Lines are available. 
Mr. Helmsy is grabbing your phone calls right now, and you can get in. As uh, you're getting in, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Yes, uh, it is going to happen. The Gridiron Men's Conference, August 21 and 22. Got an update yesterday. The city of Huntsville is working with us, and we're going to make it happen. Uh, and guess who just got added to the lineup, Bubba, for a for a Friday night concert? Michael W. Smith. Really? So he just he just got added. So we'll have Billingsley and Michael W. Smith. Michael W. Smith will get his own concert Friday night. David Jeremiah will be there. Steve Farrar will be speaking. I'll be speaking. Uh, Josh Rivas will be speaking, uh, and also Phil Waldrop. Uh, get your tickets now uh, by going to gridironmen.com. On August the 11th, before that, I'll be traveling up to Corner High School in the Birmingham area. Uh, this is a big fundraiser for everything going on with their athletic program, uh, and I'll be part of that event. If you'd like to see how to get tickets to that for August the 11th, that's also there. Uh, and then you can look ahead and see other events that will be coming up August 29th. Uh, West Columbia, South Carolina, Grace Baptist Church, the Sportsman's Banquet. They're going to be uh, implementing some of the manchurch.com's men's discipleship strategy on August the 29th, so I'll be there too. And then there's a fundraiser coming up on the 27th of August for a great organization, His Way Recovery Center, and I'll be helping them and honored to be their speaker for their fundraiser. Right now, all those dates are holding, and you can get all the information by going to the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events at rickandbubba.com. Uh, get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Talking about um, uh, uh, Kimberly in Calhoun City, Mississippi, standing by. She'll get it started. Uh, 30 seconds. Uh, Kimberly, go ahead. Yes, I just want to say I'm part of a wonderful United Methodist Church. I love my church family. I love my pastor. And during all the COVID, we, um, for a brief time, closed the doors. And um, instead, we would pull up to our church, stay in our vehicles, and we would listen to our church service over the radio, and which was wonderful. It, it got us through some tough times and heard some great messages from our preacher. But since then, since about last week, we were told from our bishop that we can no longer not just meet in our church, but we are no longer allowed to broadcast it over the, the radio frequency and sit in our cars and listen to it. Why? We does, never got out of our cars. Does he have any, does, does the bishop have any scientific proof and biblical proof of, of why I, they would make that decision? It's truly heartbreaking because, I, like I said, we have a wonderful pastor who whose message yeah. is, yeah, brought us through those tough times sure. and other times, and personal times as well. Yeah, you got a timeout. I, I, I want to make this point because uh, one thing that John MacArthur said I, I, well, said, I, I, said, I, I, said I don't it understand, is Rick, why they can't do that. Are she, is he just saying they don't want to do that, or they're not being allowed? No, we can't. Not allowed. Can't we, we by cannot. the bishop we has cannot. spoken. Can't. The bishop has spoken. And you well, you, know, somebody's well, tell the bishop to have a coke and a smile. Wait a minute. He, he's saying you need to come to church. So they're not going to do that. I, I'm, I'm can't still come at all. We cannot come. We cannot. Not only can we not have our in in the building in our church service, right. and I understand. And that's the church know, decision uh, to do that. It's a bishop. But but from the bishop, that part of the United Methodist Church, and like I said, I've been a lifelong member, and I, I treasure it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now is this, this is this the bunch that's I changed God's standard of marriage, or the bunch that stuck with it? Well, we have stuck with it. Okay. We have stuck with God's word, and yeah. and it's it it's thankfully for our own church in my town. It has not caused a divide amongst our congregation. I, I'm well, feel blessed about that. But like I said, I, I understand if we can't briefly meet in some um, you know face to face. But that was a uh, a 
just a saving grace for me personally during those times. You know, when they first said, okay, we're going to broadcast it, you can pull up in your cars. Got it. And I thought, well, this is not going to feel like church. And Easter Sunday, when I was sitting in my car, and me and my husband, you know, we pointed our cars straight towards the church, and, and I had my doubts, thinking, well, this is not going to feel the same. And it truly was like I was inside that church, you know, sitting amongst my church family, and it it just, it you know, it God was there. Even though we might not meet face-to-face, God was there, and we pulled up in my car. Nobody got out. We got didn't it. socialize. We would wave at each other, and, and it, it got us to those times. And now we're told not only can we not meet, you can't do this but either. We, cannot, we cannot broadcast it. I, I'd li- I'm lying with Bubba. I'd like for him to make a, a scientific and right, a biblical exactly. uh, uh, support right. of what he's doing. I'm telling well, you, I'm just trying to understand what the logic is. Is he being told that they can't broadcast it, that's illegal to do, or... They're not We're doing it properly, that we can or no what? No longer have any meetings, and no meetings in person, and that also. Well, the writer uh, of Hebrews the, would not shine on that very, very. very the it's writer of Hebrews would be bad. Uh, like a drive-up service, or um, what, I think the drive-in service is kind of what they call it. I think. Okay. Or not allowed, and like, and I guess I've not done my part by not emailing and and or. or yeah, you got to you got to stand up because here's here here right. are the problems that we're having. Okay, the, the drive-up thing is absolutely no. No issue with passing the infection. Yeah, that's why exactly. I want to. I, I, exactly. I mean, there's none he, at all. He needs to. He needs to explain himself. I don't understand right. that one. That one's confusing. It doesn't make any sense. But here's some. Here's some hard facts. Of course, John MacArthur said in his message he believes that this is a purging of the church that God is allowing to happen. He's purging out the cultural Christians. The and all of that. But the other part is we have surveys right now. The Barner bunch and others are doing. And here's what it, they're showing. We can talk all day long about, hey, we have all this great technology, man, and we it's just the same. I don't know if this violates what's said in the Scriptures, and we're still getting together, and we're still having services, and it's all online. Well, here's the problem. Barna just did a research, and they said one out of three people have left the church completely. They, they're not using these online options. They've, they've become accustomed to not having uh, the, the Sunday experience anymore. And they said right now that one out of three people are doing nothing because they don't have the let's go to the church, let's there, which is probably one of the reasons why the writer of Hebrews says don't stop meeting together like some have started doing. Do not stop doing that. Uh, And so if you can meet together, like our church, you wear a mask, you come in, you sit down, you space out. Uh, And uh, so you're, you're you're trying not to be reckless, but at the same time you're getting together and you're meeting. This thing that the online experience is is, is is practically the same thing as hogwash. It's some, it's certainly okay to use it as a Band-Aid, but when it becomes a routine and you think people are not just saying, ah, oh, you know what, I, I forgot to go over and turn that on. I, I got up, I got my pajamas on, I'm out here on the deck. Hey, let's go on down to the lake. Let's go out here. Let's go. I got some garden I need to do. I need to do this. I need, you know, there's something about, which is why Scripture speaks to it, of meeting together in person and I think John MacArthur's making a good point. Now we're starting to act like that we're more terrified of COVID than we are of God. And this move by this bishop makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, there's something seems like it's missing there. Maybe, I don't. I'm not maybe following so. why that's going on. Uh, to to Alice in Mobile. Alice, go ahead. Hey, changing the subject, but uh, I know y'all have had Josh McDowell on, mm-hmm. and um, I just want to recommend a film on his website, Josh.org, that you can watch for free for a time. It's called Undaunted, and it's a one-hour part documentary, part 
movie of his life and his journey to faith. And it's just a oh, beautiful a great story. evangelistic mm-hmm. tool for men. I mean, it's really good. It's called I, what? What's the name of it again? It's called Undaunted. Undaunted. Und- yeah, his testimony yeah. is fantastic. It really strong. Is. He's a strong guy. Yeah, that's a good Always enjoy talking to him. Thanks for that. Sean and Warrior. Sean, go ahead. Hey, Monkey Grass and Green Acres. Thank you, buddy. What's going on, my brother? Hey, I wonder if the NFL is going to let us put uh, Jesus saves with the cross in the end zone and a uh, rebel flag with the. Tell them by the grace of God in the end zone. No, I can tell you. I can tell you. See that one? I can tell you. Rebel flag is not going to make it. uh, But you make a good point because when there a time when they were telling uh, you couldn't put Bible verses and stuff anymore and and all that. But I guess now if we're going to do, I mean, it's a social statement for you to be bold about your faith, whatever your faith is, too, right? Yeah. I hope that'll be allowed as well. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be bigs. Our number. Cook's best control and Centricon. You won't find better protection, uh, termite protection than uh, than no cook. Uh, they do an incredible job too with everything involving pest control: ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, rodents, termites, nesting wasps, roaches, any bug or critter you're dealing with. Cook's pests can do it. Cookspest.com. You can go there and get a free, thorough inspection and evaluation of your home or business. We love Cook's Pest Control, and there's no obligation for you to use them, but can we go ahead and tell you? You, you do. You, you want the best. They offer free services, by the way, if you're a contractor uh, in new home construction. So uh, they, they put them to work for you. Uh, looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. Cook's Pest Control. Debbie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Debbie. Hello. Your own Debbie. Hey, go ahead. Debbie. Okay, it's Devion. I'm sorry. That's the reason I didn't know. Devion? Uh, yeah. I was, yes. I was calling about the Methodist Church. Yes. That the bishop, what he said, he requested it. And then, um, but our church also had a meeting with a committee, and they also voted not to have church. But he was a, he requested it. He cannot say you can't do it, but he did make the request, and then the churches had the choice yeah so the the bishop can only advise it does not have control right and and but like my church he did the same thing they had the committee meeting and chose not to do it well i got another i got another methodist here from uh uh that says uh out of alabama says that they also have had their bishop um mandate that uh, they cannot meet Hmm. okay yeah. Well, ours requested Mississippi requested. Okay, and and yeah, it may be the same. I don't know what it may be the same in Alabama. The lady was. Yeah, it's Alabama. Yeah, I don't. Okay, maybe Alabama might have mandated, but Mississippi requested, and then our church, the church, voted on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but and, and, I, I myself have to have that service, so I have started going to another church. Yeah, she also said she was on the fence on remaining in the Methodist Church, and she said this will probably push her over the edge. I would have thought there might have been some other issues that would have got her sooner than this, sooner than this. But uh, uh, this person said they're rethinking being part of this Methodist um, denomination yeah. as well. So, uh, so we'll see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, 
I think any time that someone in leadership in the church needs to always say, here's what I believe the decision should be, and here's the, here's the scripture to support it. Uh, if you don't have that, uh, then I would kind of uh, – I, I, would, I would like to have scripture supporting everything that church leadership decides. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you, you pretty much – you know, we've always said it about Congress before Strange they pass concept. Before they pass a law, right. they have to quote and give you line and verse, so to speak, of the Constitution where they're authorized to do that. I think that would be great. It really would. It would. And I will tell you this, as far as the church and the government, it's pretty straightforward. We covered that yes. agnosium because it's so clear. Uh, and I, and it, that's, that just, I mean, you can't do that. It. one, you just have to go, okay, you're just trying to get us. Okay, right. That's, that's what this is about. Well, I, I thought one of the things that, uh, that MacArthur, one of the points he's made, and I don't agree with John, I don't agree on every single thing he ever says or does, but I do have great respect for his scriptural support. I mean, like ever flowing scripture support of what he says. And I, and I certainly have been, he's been used by God to disciple me on, mm-hmm. on, in many messages that I've heard from him. And I have great respect for him as well as a man of God. But, um, and I know in this society we're living in now, he may be a little too, you know, I know there's some people that some reason think that the whole biblical mandate and the goal of every Christian is to be liked. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I, there's an awful lot of scripture that was read in this message, too, that would say Jesus says that probably people liking you is not going to be part of your experience. Yeah. Uh, but because they don't know if you know this, they weren't huge fans of me. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, uh, again, but that means and something I have to always watch out because I got, you know, the flesh and the spirit. If people oppose you because of your devotion to Christ, that, that's to be celebrated and rejoice. Now, if they don't like you because you're a jerk, that's different. Hmm. And, uh, and so. So that that's clear, but if if you're saying we are devoted to Scripture, we're devoted to the mandate, we're devoted to the the, the meetings, and this cannot be something that it goes on for a, a long period of time, because of the point people right now, just like the revival we heard, I promise you, and I know this may shock some of you, our redemption is a much bigger deal than COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. There's people out there who got much bigger problems than COVID nineteen, and the church <laughs> has the answers. They even have the answers on what you do when you're terrified that something may get you and you die from it. Uh, and then we're going to say we have all the answers, but we won't, we don't want to get our hands dirty. We won't know part of this. Uh, where do we go? We're not here. Yeah. We're closed. So, uh, and again, it's a, I think there's a purging taking place. I have to agree with uh, Pastor MacArthur on that too, that people are being purged uh, through this process, which happens quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to uh, Danny in Kentucky. Danny, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yeah. How y'all doing? Good. We're good. I agree with what you're saying about the purge, but my point, what I want to make on is the new, the new thing now is I think they want to fan, fan the flames of getting the old people and the young people against each other because they won't say that the old people are saying the young people is going to cause them all to die. They got this turn around in the media now, so I think that's the divide between old people and young people they're trying to use. Well, yeah, really, we hadn't divided them enough already. No. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a few more well, groups it, split up. But, right? but if you if you watch the playbook of the Marxists, yeah, that's uh, how it, they do it, and the we disciples uh, of Alinsky, mm-hmm. this ideology says our whole game plan is divide and they have p- and yeah. put everybody against against each other pin everyone mm-hmm. against each other yeah. we, we put yeah. everybody against each other that's how we get our way and um 
it, it's it's a pretty big moment right here in the crossroads. It of, really is. Of, 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 it really. Of, is. And I know we're just talking about our country, but I think mm-hmm. our country is, has two things going on right now, and they're both really big. That is the total destruction and annihilation of the constitutional republic, and the the that you're going to see persecution, which I celebrate persecution of the American church, and it's never happened before. Uh, you know, as, as it was said in the message I was talking about from MacArthur, he said, now some of you've had, and I have, and you we probably have, you've had individuals that come against you and maybe family members that you get at odds with. He goes, but as a group, as a church, we've never been persecuted. Yeah. He said, but but it's here now. And, 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 he, and it started before this, you know, the things we talked about, about certain people trying to say, that you know the, the the church's message is hate speech, and you gotta you gotta turn in your uh, you know your messages to me and let me approve them. So far, these things have been defeated, but they're they're being tried. Mm-hmm. And now you, be back. And now you see a no. We will tell the church what they can and can't do. No, you really won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, is the church going to stand, or is the church going to fold like a like a cheap tent? Um, so we'll 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 see how that goes. Uh, uh, anonymous caller. Anonymous, go ahead. Hi, guys. Green Anchors. Hey, buddy. Thanks for the call. What's up? Hey, just wanted to get y'all's opinion on uh, Alabama's position with the mass, the the uh, state university, Alabama University. Uh, my sister goes there, and she's got really bad asthma and can't wear a mask as long as they're wanting her to. So she's not able to be on campus, but Within that, she's losing all of her scholarships, and she's on the presidential scholarship and the dean's scholarship. So she can't do it online and still keep those scholarships? No, they won't let her do it online. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Is there anything so, that she can take with her that shows she has a disability? Yes, she has a doctor's excuse. and they give you, The doctor can get you a, a card. It's a card you carry with you that says that you're excused from that for medical reasons. Yeah, and you probably, she'll probably have to sign some sort of waiver that says if I get it, yeah, and, it ain't ta- on y'all. and it takes me out, I will not sue the university uh, because of my right. pre-existing conditions. Can so, I tell you, though, hey, has he tried that, though? There, it sounds very yeah, odd that, to that, me. That, that they would give you a scholarship but not let you use it online. Well, you that, have to when you register for classes, you have to read the register online or in 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 class. In, now I think, but what does that got to do with right, scholarship? So let's back up because I think Speedy was about to bring up a great point. I think this guy's tried all this. Yes. Has yeah, he? yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to get to. What, what what have you all tried? I've I've tried the whole card thing. She's called. She's actually talked to the dean's assistant. Mm-hmm. And even the dean's assistant said that there's nothing that she can do, that that's just their school policy, that if she can't wear a mask during this pandemic, then she can't come to class. All right, so I got to go back to this again, the other point. Why, why is a scholarship void if you're taking the classes that are required that, online? That doesn't, Frankly, that doesn't make sense. Because they still charge you for online classes. Yeah, and do- you get credit. Just like It's just yeah. like everything else. That doesn't even make sense. That was that was my whole question to her, and the way she explained it to me, the dean's assistant, is the majority of the scholarships that she has is only allotted to her if she has on on campus classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah not every class is online. Offered, offered online. Yeah. So what he's saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's classes she needs that don't have an online option. Right. I got you. Right. Okay. right I understand. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. So. Um, Gosh, I don't know, buddy. I, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't.
Well, the dean assistant's telling you what you're going to hear. You go up to the dean. I'd call Auburn. <laughs> See what they'll do. <laughs> hey, hey, tell that. them Alabama won't, won't let you do it. That'll, that, that'll be motivation for you. <laughs> or your lawyer. Call either one of them. Yeah. yeah. Rick, That's also, coming, yes. get uh, ready for all that. When we come sure. back, I want to mention something. Have you heard this about all these people getting seeds in the mail? Have you heard this? I heard y'all mention it, but okay. I haven't heard it now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Keith Evan, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Some of you are asking, hey, Rick, what is this message you're talking about from John MacArthur? If you follow me on Twitter, I just retweeted. I, I just tweeted it myself. I even retweeted it earlier today from another source, from the actual church. But uh, if you follow me on Twitter, at Big Vox, uh, you can see it. I just tweeted it out. So you can watch it yourself. Um, all right, so... Um, Let's um, let's talk seeds, uh, Bubba. You mentioned it going to the break. Uh, Jeff is in Auburn. Jeff, you got seeds in the mail, buddy? I did. Well, my wife did, and uh, I actually just left the Auburn police station because she was freaked out and thinking that uh, that with this COVID and everything that she she thought that I don't know they, that she it, was going to get. They're, yeah, they're from China. Is that right? The, the shows they come from China. I'm Rick. looking at the package right now. It says package paid Uzbekistan, and it, but it has my wife's name, address, telephone number. All that's correct, but it shows on the uh, package that it's actually earrings. Yeah, and jewelry's what. Uh, yeah, they stamped as jewelry to come through customs, but it's not because. <laughs> It's the way you said jewelry. <laughs> you said jewelry. Jewelry. <laughs> oh, we got jewelry <laughs> duty. <laughs> so, anyway. so, Rick, this is a story that's out there nationally. Okay. People all over the country are right. getting these. They got through um, customs because they were marked as jewelry. Right. There you go. Uh, by the way, is that Owned all you it. have to do to get through customs? I know Evidently. Um, but they are concerned that these seeds may be dangerous. So what do you mean? If you got unsolicited seeds, because more than likely if you got them, people will do one of two things. They'll either plant them to see what grows, or they'll flush them down the toilet or put them in the garbage but, can. But who's sending these? China. China. They're coming from China. So they think it may be a terrorist attack from China. We don't know what these seeds are. They may produce something that would kill livestock. What? That's where the virus came from. Might as well get serious. You're right. So this may be a second wave, if you would. Uh, But but I would be very careful how you dispose of these. Um, Because if you you put them in the garbage, they're going to end up in the landfill. They'll probably grow and bloom anyway. And if this is some kind of plant that's not native to here, I mean, you know how kudzu took yeah, over. Thank it you, could, Je- thank you. Wasn't that Japan yeah. that got that? Yeah, that yeah. Came in? but I mean, we brought that in to try to control erosion, but we didn't know it was going to get so out of no. hand. But this could be harmful, and we don't know. Nobody knows where it came from, what it is, and if it's unsolicited. And as many as twelve states have got these already, but they do think it could be possible that it is uh, evasive or harmful to livestock. So be careful how you dispose of it. That's the problem, and I don't know the right answer for that. I mean, Surely we said don't 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 open the package if you get it. They, and they're it's actually sealed. putting numbers out of these uh, industry bureaus that have contacts that you're supposed to reach out to. 
and, and they say, think, "Hey, I, I got those seeds," and they'll come pick them up. And they'll, well, certainly can't can't yeah. we can't we just get everybody's hey, seeds? Seed. You know, hey, we'll come get them, yeah. and then go in the laboratory and come back and say, "Let me tell you what these seeds are." Mm. I mean, can't we get an answer? We have the seeds. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're trying to come up with it. But we all point. know, guys, and I hate to be the person to break this to you. We all know there are nimrods everywhere that have already planted these seeds. Oh yeah. Well, I would go destroy it with a flamethrower, quick. <laughs> hey, I got me some seeds. Do you realize how dangerous seeds can be? That's why. That's why you China. can't carry them out of countries and into other countries or fruit. Bunch of disruptors. that may be carrying a seed mm-hmm. because it can. It can really be dangerous. They sent the virus in here now. A bunch how they of getting seeds. through scanning and, and all that? Because they put jewelry. Oh, scanning. Yeah. You know, there's yeah, documentaries. I mean, but if you if you put country. jewelry on it, you ought to be able to see it on X. Yeah, that's exactly that's what right. I'm so that's some funny looking jewelry there. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they've done such a mass mailing that you know a lot of it gets through. I, no telling how much was. But but yeah. can't guys do not get a package from China with seeds in it you didn't order and run out there and put them in the ground. No, but a lot of people would. They oh, just, of course they, they just, will. They might throw it's them on the ground happened. out in their yard just to see what'll happen. I you promise know? you, it's already yeah. happened. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. uh, there's documentaries out there and y'all have seen them and I hate to go conspiracy. Here we go. China does not necessarily want to take over our country. They just like, want to disable. They want it. They do. Mm-hmm. And back and, to Rick and Bubba University the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned that. Did you see from El- from two Chinese friends who've told me what they're yeah. trying to do? Oh, yeah. yeah, did you see El Pal they just busted that was using LinkedIn to get gain information uh, from China? He was well, why didn't he just he, go to TikTok? Huh? I mean, he, he basically <laughs> spilled he spilled the beans on on what all Our they were doing. Spilled the seeds. Yeah, I mean, this one here says I didn't receive seeds, but I did receive unsolicited pack of masks from China in April. He said I didn't think anything about it until my friend about fifteen miles away got the same thing too. Are they sending out masks too? Probably just full of COVID. That's how they get us. They Either that they, or they're just all out trying to scare us. They're just trying to scare us. Disrupt. Mm-hmm. Mm. Discourse, China. disruption. Because let me tell you what, if you've got disruptions at home, mm-hmm. that means that like our federal agents, instead of guarding the border, they're having to run down people throwing uh, bottles with gasoline and a rag in it uh, right. in Portland. I'll tell you this. I'm not going to say the word. I'll tell you this. They're it. working a plan, and it's working. I know that. Oh, it's working beautifully. Yeah. But they, well, the sheep are ready. <laughs> the Russians and the Chinese have always tried to sow H and dis, uh, hate and discontent. I yeah. call it H and D here. Sure. I mean that's that's what they do because then we're not paying attention to what they're doing, building an island and yep. and and what their military is doing. What if you planted these seeds and also you went outside and there was like a gigantic beanstalk going up <laughs> in the clouds? <laughs> oh, Rick, <laughs> that'd be exactly. unbelievable. By but the that's way. why some people would throw them in the ground. Sure. I wonder what yeah. this is. Official word number uh, first thing: don't plant them. We just talked about. It. Second thing: report it. Uh, they said go to usda.gov for information. If it's sealed, don't open the package. Mm-hmm. Don't throw it away. Don't flush it. Just hang on to it. Hang on to it for right now till we know what to do. Seth and Lexington, go ahead. Yeah, uh, our uh, Kentucky. Uh, they told us to uh, uh, call our local ag uh, department, mm-hmm. yeah. and they would come and get them. And I don't want them tearing up the Jeff peanut butter here in Lexington, Rick. Oh, I know. Thank y'all for Jeff peanut butter. Thank All you. Right. For that. Well, well, you ought to smell them roasting every morning, morning oh, brother. It's like heaven. <laughs> I may, I may come to Lexington just to be near and just smell it. Oh, Rick! If they do sixteen tons a day. Oh, thank you, Lexington. We just um, thank you. For, <laughs> choose, choosey daddies, choose Jeff. Uh, All right, uh, brother. Have a great yeah. day. Thank you, buddy. So we just got an email from uh, some an agent that works in the Alabama Department of Ag- Agriculture explaining exactly what to do, when just to the do steps it. And yeah. Where uh, we going to take what them? Do you and do? a press release. Um, 
Speedy just gave you a I couple did, of those yeah. items, yeah. But I mean, it's a real deal. This lady's like, like, look, I had to deal with two people calling me yesterday. This is in my world. But, but it's just, my life now. Just say again, how do you dispose of them if you got them? Hey, they, they said not to. Do not plant the seeds, and if you're in a, in a sealed package, do not open the sealed package. Also, do not dispose of the seeds. Resport, re, resport. That's good, Hams. Report suspicious seed deliveries to USDA Animal and Planet. Planet. I can't speak. You okay, today. everybody. <laughs> Plant Health Inspection Services, the APHIS, and maintain the seeds and packaging until USDA provides further instructions. So contact them. And You've hang been on licking to them. seeds yep. over there. This may be used for evidence, uh-huh. and it gives you a phone number, some email addresses, some websites, and uh, hey, Hams, this Hams. is real for this lady. Hams, tomorrow. Go back to Spark first, coffee second. <laughs> I thought I was having a good day right up until that point. <laughs> it wore off quicker. The wheels come off. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.